0: Welcome to the Zen Professional Moment, where you learn to maximize your performance without sacrificing yourself.
1: Hello, and welcome to the Zen Professional Moment. This is Dan Tricarico, your go-to guy for professional well-being. In today's episode of Three Questions with, we're going to be talking to Dr. Kate Steiner. Dr. Steiner is a burnout recovery coach and founder of Lift Wellness Consulting. She supports professional women who are burdened by burnout to recovery. Through a guided reflection process, holding a master's of counseling and a PhD in counselor education and supervision, her practice is grounded in the research-based Steiner Self-Reflective Sustainability and Wellness Model, originally published in the Oracle Research Journal. She's been a researcher in wellness and burnout for over 15 years, and she's also the author of Burnout, a guide for every professional to identify, prepare, and recover their joy. Her mission is to end the burnout cycle for professionals so they are living happier, healthier lives. Welcome, Dr. Steiner. I appreciate you being here.
0: Yeah, thank you so much for having me.
1: Of course. Well, you know, that sure sounds like a great mission. I mean, I'm sure we all wanna live happier and healthier lives. And uh, I think burnout often gets in the way of that. And so it's so cool that we're talking about ways to deal with that. I think your work is so important. Just to get kind of the lay of the land, I'd like to start by having you tell everybody who's listening What exactly is a burnout coach and what do you do as a burnout coach? I just want to make sure, you know, like we have a level playing field so everybody knows what we're going to be talking about.
0: Yeah, well, that's a great question. And, you know, whenever I introduce myself, the one that I get to explain to people. So I love talking about what I do. So what I do in burnout recovery is is essentially coach people. One, when they are in the middle of burnout, they're essentially in a very stressful cycle. So we need to get them to a place where we can calm their nervous system so that they can be back on that equilibrium so that they can make different and maybe better decisions about how they're approaching different things in their lives as far as maybe it's setting boundaries, maybe it is setting priorities for themselves. So first we get them out of that burnout state, which is a high stress Mm -hmm. state. And then we start to focus on what's the plan for the next time that maybe a similar event is going to occur in your life or maybe a similar cycle or something to that effect so that they can prepare and then recover differently the next time that they're faced with possible burnout.
1: That's awesome. What an amazing plan. And a couple of things that jumped out at me when you were giving that definition is I love the idea of making different and better choices because that's really hard. You know, when you're in burnout, you know, you're yes. not making great choices. Yeah. And, and so if, if I were in burnout and I've been there before, I think we all have, if someone was going to show me how to make different and better choices, I would be all over that. And the other thing is to have a plan. And what I heard you saying is really you're working toward prevention, you're working toward preventative action so that it doesn't happen again, which I think is great. So, uh, kind of backpedaling a little bit. Question one is, can you define burnout? What is it? What causes it? Why does it happen? What's it look like? All that stuff. Sure.
0: So I work with burnout in a couple of different ways. So the first thing that I refer to is what's called a burn event. And so a burn event are daily instances, circumstances, happenings, difficult humans, encounters that we have that bring on those feelings of stress, fatigue, Mm -hmm. overwhelm, maybe feeling some emotional drain. But it doesn't get us to a place of burnout necessarily. Burnout is when we don't have daily recovery from these burn events. They compound upon each other, create a snowball effect and lead to full-on burnout. And full-on burnout is really characterized by more days than not in a week. You're waking up with a sense of feeling very overwhelmed. Often by work, you feel burdened by work or activities that you're involved in. You feel as though that they are unmanageable, so you really wake up with that sense of, ah, you know, you've hit the snooze button so many times because mm-hmm. you're not even sure. sure where to start because it feels so unmanageable. That that is the full on burnout.
1: Totally, and I totally get that. And I think again, a lot of us have been there. And I love how you said those experiences can compound, mm-hmm. and uh, when you have more days than not that it's interfering with your daily functioning that's a problem. And I think even yeah. that is one good kind of signal to look for Yes, is just, okay, everybody has a stressful day. Everyone someday.
0: has a day. Yeah. yeah.
1: Everyone you has get a day. day.
0: Everybody yeah. gets a day.
1: Yeah. That's totally true. And yeah. So if you're like, whoa, this has been a while, then that's when you need to look at it, mm-hmm. which I think Absolutely. Um, makes perfect sense, which leads me right to question two, which is in your experience, what are some signs of burnout that we should be aware of so that we can start to work toward that preventative nature of making sure it doesn't happen again.
0: Yeah. Often, you know, when it comes to burnout, I think we find that we in one, we interact with ourselves and we interact with other humans differently than we generally or normally do. So for me, for example, when I am in a healthier, happier space, I'm very joyful. I'm super playful. I like to have a lot of fun. When I am experiencing burnout, I'm very irritable. I'm short tempered. Mm -hmm. I I react very quickly to two things and, and that's when I know that I've hit that stress limit. And I think that's very similar for a lot of folks. So, so anytime that you can identify that I'm reacting differently to this, than I generally do is an indicator of that high stress, that burnout piece lapses in different areas of wellness so maybe you're not as focused on your physical wellness or maybe your spiritual wellness is something that is incredibly important to you and you have you know stepped outside that relationship that you have with your spirituality mm-hmm. anything that is a step away from what you deem as your norm and your kind of equilibrium place is going to be an indicator of possible burnout
1: awesome yeah. And it sounds like one of the things I'm hearing or a pattern that I'm hearing is just the idea of knowing yourself.
0: Yes, of, Yeah. You know, that know. self-reflection is so important. Yeah. yeah. That's
1: so important. I, I mean, and also um, I, I heard you kind of mentioning, you know, the lapses and, you know, I think of mind, body, spirit, you know, being mm-hmm. connected. And sometimes one of them gets out of whack. And again, if, if you have that reflection, that self-awareness, you can know which of those needs a little adjustment, needs a little tweaking. And then you kind of, you know, what you're saying, I think is you, you recognize your own, you know, indications of when it's happening. And then if you can identify that, then you can do something about it.
0: Absolutely. And I also, you know, advise people to, you know, key into your relationship with others. If mm-hmm. you, you know, and we all have supportive people in our lives and those kinds of things are, have you noticed that they seem to be reacting to you differently? Oh. That maybe <laughs> they're, they're not yeah. as, as willing to be around you or, you know. They may say something like, "Oh, you really kind of reacted (laughs) to that one quite a bit," and so some of those might also be (laughs) like, "What? No, I'm I'm not defensive." Oh, yeah, but I think keying into like utilizing your relationships and some of those things can also be some good indicators if maybe you aren't in that space of because sometimes when we're when we are burnt out, we've lost that ability to be Mm self-aware
1: because we've gone so
0: far down the road, and so we need our supportive network and people around us to tune us into that.
1: Mm -hmm. And I think another good thing to keep in mind is we are that person for other people. Yes. Yes. And, and
0: and to be that person for others and say, Hey, is everything going okay? How are you feeling? Yes.
1: And there are gentle ways to say, I think, I think you're out of whack, you know? I mean, I think something's (laughs) off here, you know, and, and you can be gentle about that, especially if you have a good relationship and you've uh, grown with the person. And it's, I think it's a, um, it's an important thing to do to the people we mm-hmm. care about to check in and yes. say, are you okay? You know? Yeah. So, um, yeah. so that's really awesome. Uh, question three is a two-part question. A uh, part one is what is one important thing a person can do to avoid burnout? And then part two is if they feel like, oh, I'm already in the middle of this, you know, what's one important thing they can do to deal with that burnout. So mm-hmm. one, one thing to do to avoid it, one thing to do to deal with it if they're already there.
0: Yeah, Absolutely. So I, when I think about burnout and those kinds of things, I really think about it in terms of what do we do to integrate our reaction to these daily burn events into mm-hmm. our lives? So how are we preparing for them? So when we so sometimes they're expected, we can look at our calendar and go, "Oh, that's going to be a really tough week at work," or mm-hmm. oh, "I'm oh, yes. not looking forward to that family gathering." or I have a meeting with so-and-so and and they just wear me out Mm -hmm. kind of piece. So part of that is, is going into those burn events when you can identify them in a different way. So preparing for them beforehand. So if it's going to be a really busy week at work, do you meal plan differently? Do you think about your sleep schedule differently? Do you need to ensure that you're getting enough water every day Mm -hmm. so that your physical body isn't, you know, you don't go into being dehydrated and those kinds of things? Do you need to make sure that your journal practice, you know, if that's an evening routine for you, that you are absolutely doing that during that time or having a reset in the morning to, you know, garner some of that mindset space before you start your day. So there are lots of things. And then you also want to plan for what your recovery looks like following those events. So what are you going to do for yourself to get yourself back to? your happy, joyful state. And one of the things that I think is really important in just daily recovery is implementing play into your life. So we, we don't do this enough as adults, no, We're not, not nearly enough. So anytime that you can add, whether it's humor or I sing to my pets, mm-hmm. they, they are terrible, terrible songs, but <laughs> it brings me joy and it confuses yes. my dog and cat. So that's <laughs> fine. Um, but I also love to dance and I will dance just about anywhere that there's good music. So whether it be, you know, playful with, you know, playing with your children, playing with your your pets, um, enjoying a game with a friend, a game that you enjoy on your own, maybe a word search or crossword puzzle or something to that effect, but invite play into your life every day is going to be an important piece of not only, Helping you be more resilient to burnout, but also to help you recover from those feelings as well. And then, as far as recovery when you are in burnout, I recommend that before you get to that place, and you can do this when you're in that place too, but the most important thing is really kind of stopping your stress response. So, you know, that, that feeling of kind of fight or flight, mm-hmm. freeze, flop those kinds of things. And so you want to get yourself to a state where you can, you can be more in that equilibrium place. And so one thing that is important and something you can utilize to do that is a grounding practice is a good way of doing that. So deep breathing, any kind of meditation, but also having on hand what I call the comfort list. And mm-hmm. so the comfort list is a list of things, items, activities, that will bring you immediate comfort, calm, and joy. And this is a little bit different for everyone. And this is why I recommend that you you spend some time reflecting on what your comfort list looks like when you're not in burnout so that it's there for you to go to when you're in that state. So for example, a couple of things on my comfort list include macaroni and cheese. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: It is my number one comfort item. I own it. (laughs) I love it. Um, I love the Hallmark Channel and Hallmark Movies. Uh, You know, snuggling with my dog, a really good long hug from my partner, a cozy sweater, fuzzy slippers, and time in my hammock when it's sunny out. Mm. So naming some of the things that for you bring immediate comfort, calm, and joy. And then when you're starting to feel that stressful state, implementing one of those items into your life.
1: Awesome. I think we uh, I, I one of the reasons I wanted to have you on the show is I knew we had, had a lot of similar thoughts. And I call those pamper triggers.
0: I love that. And yeah,
1: it's it's, you know, because, well, you know, years ago, they were using the word trigger to mean a negative thing. And I yes. said, I'm going to hijack that word. Yes. And I'm going to make oh. it positive. And, you know, everybody has you call it a comfort list. Comfort and I call list, it a pamper yeah. triggers, yeah. those things that make you feel soothed and taken mm-hmm. care of. And that's so important. Mm-hmm. And one of those I think is play. And I think that we have yeah. absolutely lost that art. Mm-hmm. And I always say silly is highly underrated. Yes. And, I know, agree. You just, you know, and especially, <laughs> especially if things are not going well, I, I think it's, it's a way, and I have to um, kind of have to watch my language here. I think it's a way of telling the stress to buzz off.
0: Yes. You know, Uh, And
1: and showing a disrespect, (laughs) like, you know, I'm not afraid of you. I'm going to be silly here. You know, I'm going to make a joke about this craziness Mm -hmm. or whatever. Mm -hmm. But then speaking of the craziness, you talked about how critical it is to adjust the scheduling. Mm -hmm. And I always talk about how if you're feeling like, you know, things are overwhelming and you're stressed out to look at your calendar and just take something off. Just take one thing off, not five things or 12 things, but just take one thing off. And then, ah, then you breathe a little bit better. Yes. There's that window. And then the problem with that though, is it's addictive. And, <laughs> and then you create all of this space, which is wonderful, right? Uh, and, and then you get a little more guarded and then maybe, maybe mm-hmm. burnout happens a little less. Mm-hmm. So,
0: Absolutely. So
1: awesome yeah. ideas, Dr. Steiner. Thank you. And Thank you. The, the last kind of unofficial question I ask everybody is if people want to go deeper, where can they find you? Tell us about your social media, your website, any Books. Well, we talked about your book. So tell me more about yeah. that. Any courses, any way that, you know, anything that you do that people can learn from you and get more out yeah, of this.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Happy to offer that. So I am at Dr. Kate Steiner on pretty much all social media platforms um, and can be contacted there. The website is lift, it's L-I-F-T, wellnessconsulting.com. And a couple of ways that folks can continue to interact with me. Of course, there's the book, which should be coming out pretty soon, just writing, finalizing that and whatnot, but it is on Amazon for pre order. So very excited for that, but I also offer a 30 minute complimentary wellness audit. So if you'd like to learn a little bit more about your own burnout, um, and those recoveries, obstacles that you're facing that comes along with your burnout recovery and developing some action steps that we might be able to take together. If we work together, Mm -hmm. um, I do offer folks that opportunity to do that. And that can be booked on the website as well.
1: That's amazing. Excellent resources. Well, thank you for being here with us today, Dr. Steiner. I really appreciate your wisdom and expertise and sharing those strategies and tools with us. Um, I know people are going to benefit and that's why I love doing the show. And I'm going to say to everybody listening, uh, that's all for now. This is Dan Tricarico and you've been listening to the Zen Professional Moment. And please remember that you are okay exactly how you are. And you have more power than you think.